Hello, 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 and welcome to the More Than Podcast. Welcome to episode one. This is literally so impromptu. I had no intentions of recording today, but here we are. Um, When you get the call, you get the call, and there would literally be no other way than me just getting like an intuitive message and moving through some shit and then feeling like I need to get on and speak and use my voice. So here we are. So obviously this is episode one. Um, you might have you know been following along with me um, for a little while previously, or you might be a totally new follower. Um, and if you are, welcome. <laughs> My name is Nat and I will be one of your hosts on the More Than Podcast. Uh, I'll be a co-host joined by my co-host, Alex Jones, who is my partner, my fiance, and we also work inside of the business together. So in this podcast, we really want to bring to you conversations that are more than just your average conversation, right? Um, And really start to go beneath the surface level and dig a little bit deeper than the conversations that you know, I'm typically used to hearing that he was typically used to hearing. And we really want to start to open up the conversations on things that might feel a little bit vulnerable, might feel a little bit raw, might feel a little bit scary. Um, But we want to do that with the intention to give you guys the capacity and the space to really expand your horizons. And through doing a lot of our own personal development work, we've been able to do that ourselves. And we're so excited to bring these conversations to you. So what I really want to do with the first episode of this podcast is literally just have a really low key introduction into who I am. Um, And Alex will be jumping on the podcast for episode two and doing this for his own personal journey. So that you guys can start to get a little bit of an insight into, you know, who we are and we can start to build that connection with you. I think that's really, really crucial and important. Um, And, you know, we've learned a lot of things along the way of our own personal journeys. So I really want to just unpack that with you from, you know, start to current reality where we are now. Um, And hopefully you guys will be able to take away some lessons as well, because, you know, through our experiences and, you know, through my own personal experience, I know, I know in my heart of hearts that there are so many of you who are just going through the same thing, who are experiencing the same thing, who are having troubles with the exact same things. And if you can hear something in this conversation that, you know, sends you in a new direction or it ignites a new thought thought pattern for you, which then turns into a behavior or a decision then like my work here is done in being on the podcast and in sharing my own experiences with you. Um, So that is what I want to do today. Um, You know, who I am, where I've come from. Some of you might have been around for the last few years. This is not my first rodeo. Um, And if you are new here, you'll get the full rundown regardless. This is so weird as well, because like in no other circumstance do you ever just like sit there and talk about yourself for like a period of time. So this actually feels quite like uncomfortable and vulnerable for me as well. I literally have no idea what I'm going to say. There's no notes. There's no nothing. Um, I just want to have a really truthful, honest conversation and yeah, give you guys a little bit of an insight um, so we can start to build that trust and that connection with one another um, as we, you know, explore through this podcast moving forward as well. So where did it begin? It's actually crazy because I've been in business for four years. I think this would be my fourth year. Um, 
but this all started, you know, a couple of years back as well. So I initially got into um, the gym. I got into training kind of by accident. And this will be a really great first little <laughs> lesson for you guys to take away. And when I say by accident is, so I was like living my best life. I would have been like 20 years old. I had just gone on a three month Europe trip as you do. And I literally just did not have a care in the world. I was not health inclined. I was not personal development inclined. Like I was just literally living my best life. And so when I got back as you know, it happens <laughs> when you go and like eat and drink all the food, came back and I was like, I'd typically always been quite a small girl. Um, like from birth, like I'm a twin. I was born very, very underweight. And I just always been like that small girl. Um, I could eat whatever the fuck I wanted and literally just could not put any weight on. Um, and that obviously took a big turn in Europe when I <laughs> went and ate and drank the contents of the whole universe. Um, so I got back and I gained some weight and it was kindly brought to my attention um, by my mum, who if she listens to this is going to hate that I say this, but you know what? Like I actually really needed to hear it at the time because I had no fucking idea. Like my self-awareness was zero. I literally did not notice that I had gained that weight. I did not notice that I was starting to live a really unhealthy lifestyle. Um, I was going out quite frequently, drinking quite a lot, like eating a lot of shit, um, I frequented Macca's drive through like three times a week, if not more, it was, yeah, it was pretty fucked. Um, and my mum brought it to my attention and, you know, we were kind of like, let's join a gym together. It was like a, you know, you do it, I'll do it. We'll hold each other accountable, um, and go and do the thing. So when I say like the, uh, a lesson that is going to come out of, you know, this little first encounter is literally the idea that I went into the gym with fucking no expectations of what was going to happen. No expectation of a result, no expectation of what I wanted to look like, no expectation of how this was all going to play out for me. I just started to go and I really fucking liked the feeling of it, right? I really fucking liked the feeling. A little disclaimer that I did not say before as I swear a lot. So if you are not someone who enjoys hearing that, I kindly suggest that you switch off. Um, so yeah, I literally had no expectation of how this was going to play out. And for me, I just really enjoyed the process of going to the gym. And at the time I was working in childcare and I would wake up early in the morning and just like put my clothes on and go to the gym. And it was like, if I got into the car and if I drove, then the rest was always going to happen. Cause I knew that once I got there, I loved it. I just loved the feeling. And I hired a personal trainer. I was going to Fernwood at the time. Um, and yeah, I was working with a PT who I actually worked with for three years. I followed her into another gym. Um, I learned a lot of things in that experience. Um, but yeah, like I literally just loved the feeling and no matter how little motivation I had, I just got my shit together and I just went. Cause I was like, I know I'm going to fucking thank myself for this once it's done. And you know, right now, what I see a lot of is, you know, you have to set a goal. You have to know what you're working towards. You have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, right? It's like, we're so boxed in to like, you need to have a goal so that you actually show up for yourself. And I don't necessarily believe it's true. Yes, of course, time and place goals are great. They hold us accountable. They allow us to move toward a target. They give us a sense of fulfillment, all of the, you know, beautiful things that we get as a result of working towards something. But I also believe that a lot of being successful comes from enjoying that process and it just being really congruent with who you want to be as a person. 
And for me, even though I had no fucking idea what congruency was, what values were, I had no idea about what I was actually doing in that moment. I was simply showing up because I was like, this feels really good to me. And this is how I want to show up for myself. This is how I want to behave. This is the lifestyle that I want to live. And yeah, I had no idea that it was a little bit deeper than that, but I still did it because I was like, this process makes me feel so fucking good internally that the external is always going to be a byproduct of how I'm showing up. And it was. So I lost a lot of weight. Um, It would have been like, you know, 10 ish kilos. Um, And I really didn't feel like I had to try all that much. Like it wasn't like I was put on a restrictive diet. It wasn't like I was actively pushing myself to go to the gym day in, day out, multiple sessions. It was none of that. I literally just went because I loved it. And at the end, I had a really amazing weight loss result and that felt really fucking good. And so as I realized that things were starting to stall, I would then take the next step. So it was like, okay, just go, I'll go on my own and I'll follow the program that I got um, given six months ago. And when I realized that was no longer working for me, I then decided to go and get a PT. And, you know, I stayed with that PT for a little while and she moved on. She was about to move on to another gym. And I was like, you know what? I need to follow her because I'm getting really great results here. And from there, it really spiraled. Like I just really fell in love with showing up, doing the thing, training hard. Uh, I started to track my macros. Obviously, that was like another um, increase in like the trajectory of my results. Um, Anyone who's gone from like not tracking to tracking will know what that experience is like. You're like, holy fuck. Like you literally just see a whole new world available to you. Like, how did I not know this? Which, you know, honestly, it should be teaching, teaching. (laughs) It should be taught in schools. Um, but it was, it was really eye opening. It was really mind blowing. And I was just like, Oh my fucking God. Like how do, how do people don't know, not know about this? Like, how is this not information that everyone knows about? Because it's having such an incredible impact on my life. Like this is ridiculous. And I really got into the depths of training, tracking, literally living like a fucking athlete when realistically all I was doing was going to the gym. And, you know, this is where things started to get taken a little bit too far. And I just started to absolutely fucking smash myself with my training. Um, So I went from being quite overweight into like, you know, a really healthy range. Um, And then the dial got turned up and it really became an obsessive uh, hobby. And it started to take up majority of my life and majority of my brain space. And I don't say that lightly. So, you know, at the time I was working in childcare and, you know, all of my time outside of working was literally dedicated to the gym and dedicated to my nutrition. And like, that was all there was to it. And it quickly, very, very quickly became this spiral of like, how much more can I do? And, you know, at some point that's got to fucking give. And it did. But it was like, okay, you know, wake up in the morning, go to my PT session, go to work, study. I was studying at the time um, my diploma in uh, early childhood education, finish my study, go back to the gym and do a couple of classes. Like that was the kind of vibe. That was the way that I was living. And I actually spoke about this on my story the other day where I was like, you know, it was hiding behind a mask of like, I'm so disciplined. I'm so committed. I'm so goal driven. And there was also a shit ton of external validation that I was receiving 
because people are like, oh my God, you look so good. Oh my God, you're so committed. Oh my God, like you've got your shit together. And fucking hell, that just literally could not be further from the truth because it was masking the fact that I did not have my shit together at all, at all. And I became so miserable from constantly feeling like I needed to do more. And what that looked like was like, yeah, Monday to Friday was like work, train, study, work, train, study, literally eat and sleep. Like that was my life. Um, and then on the weekends, it was just like fill up the days with as many um, errands and as many tasks as I physically could. So there was absolutely no downtime. There was no quiet time. There was no time to simply just be or socialize or like whatever it was, relax, like actually just be a fucking human being rather than the robot that I was attempting to be. And yeah, it was really, really full on. Um, And when I look back on it now in hindsight, I'm just like, how the fuck did I do that for so long? Because it would have been about a year to a year and a half um, of living in this way. And of course, my relationship suffered, my friendship suffered. Um, it was, yeah, a pretty shitty time in my life. If I'm being totally honest, um, I was super, super disconnected from myself, which, you know, is always going to be reflected in your external environment. When you have this level of disconnection where, you know, I was constantly chasing to do this and do that and need to do more. It's like, there's a level there of like not good enoughness. And that was exactly what was playing out. Um, so yeah, at the time I was working in childcare. And, you know, obviously I'm not working in childcare anymore. Um, and, but I was like, this is where I'm going to be. Like, this is my end game. I've just got to like climb my way up the ranks. Although I was super unhappy. It was like, there was no other fucking alternative option for me. Like that was exactly where I wanted to be. And to be totally honest, I loved it. I loved the work. I loved working with children the industry, if you don't know childcare, is <laughs> fucking brutal, right? Like you work so many hours, you work overtime, you're either staying back, you're taking work home. Um, if there's any teachers listening, I'm sure you guys can probably relate as well. It's, you know, obviously quite similar in profession and nature. There was a lot of overtime and you don't get paid very much. And I was, again, in another capacity starting to feel super burnt out. And, you know, this was obviously the time where like health and fitness was at the top of my priorities list. It was like work and then training. So in one area, which was work, I was starting to feel super burnt out in my training. You know, realistically, I was on the path there, but I couldn't see it in that way. I was just like, this is how it needs to be. It needs to feel hard. That means I'm doing something right, which is so fucking warped. But that was the case. And I was like, this is where I want to go with my life. And I literally remember like walking myself on the beach, like with my little journal and my coffee and sitting on the rocks and thinking like, there has to be something else. Like I physically can't show up to this work anymore. And so in a few months time, I think it was, um, there was a bit of drama that played out in my workplace. Um, and there was a moment, there was a really crucial moment where something had happened that was something had happened that it wasn't what it seemed, right? So I was getting blamed for something that actually, you know, didn't happen. That wasn't the case. And there was a crucial moment where I made a decision and it was a gut feeling. And it was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And this is probably like lesson number two. It's like, 
being able to tune in and listen to your body when you have that feeling that's like something isn't right here or I need to go in this direction, even when it doesn't fucking make any sense at all, to jump at that opportunity. And when I look back on, you know, my journey, I can literally see that every single time I've made a decision or changed directions that has led to something really, really successful, it's always, always, always been off the back of making a decision that at the time made no fucking sense at all and literally made me feel like I wanted to fucking die. And I did. So I remember being in the office having a conversation with my manager at the time and I was like, it was a Friday afternoon, thought I was going to clock off and go and enjoy my weekend. Um, But I ended up saying, you know what, I'll come back to you on Monday and I will probably have my resignation. So I came home, told my parents, they were like, what the fuck are you doing? I, at this point, had no plan B, like nothing at all. I was like, I just need to get out. And Prior to this, I had worked at another childcare center as well and left on the spot where I just felt that I didn't want to be there anymore. Um, And it was a very, very similar situation. Um, And so I think I left with like six months prior to going away on a Europe trip. So it's like, you know, I obviously needed to save my ass off and have enough money to fund this three month holiday. But I was like, I can't be there. And I remember picking up like literally seven to eight nannying gigs a week to fund my holiday. So I made it work. I made it happen. And I think that that was a level of self-trust that I had cultivated that no matter what, I was always going to make it work and make it happen. And so when, you know, I got that same feeling where I was like, this is not right for me. I need to go. I need to leave. And it was a split second decision. There was no second guessing. Yes, it was fucking terrifying. I remember like hysterically crying in my bedroom being like, what have I done? Um, but there was no other way. There was literally no other way that I was going to do anything other than leave. So this was probably, I think it was like mid 20. When did I start PT? 2019. This would have been middle of 2018, like July, literally this time in 2018. And I was like, oh, well, I love training. I love, you know, going to the gym. I have all of this time now. So, you know, I'm just going to enjoy it and You know, I'm going to nanny on the side and I'm going to sign up into my PT certificate. Um, And to be honest, like in hindsight and in reflection, I probably really wish that that time was utilized a little bit better because like that was a really low low. Um, So when I was talking about the burnout before and, you know, with training and overtraining and doing all the things like that's when things really hit it, hit their peak. Um, cause I had all of this, you know, spare time and all of this free time. And so I was training a lot and I was really down in the dumps. Um, I just felt like I had no purpose. I felt like I had no idea where I was going or what I was doing and what my life was going to look like. And training was literally the only thing that I could put and funnel all of my energy into. And so I did. And I mean, that backfired significantly. Like I remember spending probably like four to five months, um, if not longer, like honestly, just unknowingly to me, where it was so fucking hard for me to get myself out of bed. It was so hard to take the dog for a walk. Like it was hard to go and get my car. I remember taking my car to go and get washed and being like, oh my God, wow. Like this is an achievement. Going to get my car washed was an achievement like that is the level that we were at where I was just so burnt out so exhausted like just a level of fatigue that I can't even fathom right now um 
and I had nothing. I literally had nothing left to give. And so I signed up to my PT. So I really backed off my training. I actually left my PT. So I was like, I just need some space to do my own thing and find my feet and actually become a fully functioning human being again. And yeah, I signed up to my PT cert. And that was the light for me at the end of the tunnel where I was like, this is the thing. And I think, you know, hitting rock bottom really ignited my passion for helping other people to know exactly what they needed to do to like, you know, show up and get a result and do so in a really healthy way because I'd obviously done the total fucking opposite. I didn't have the education behind me. Like, yes, I was working with a professional, but I was not educated on the things that I should have been. And I think for a lot of people, especially if you're in business and you know, maybe you are a PT, maybe you are a coach or a nutritionist or whatever it is, you get into this work because you've had an experience yourself And you don't want anyone to go through that. And that truly was where I had come from. I was like, I never want anyone to feel the way I feel. And once I began to cultivate a healthier relationship with training, once I actually got a program, because, you know, prior to this, I wasn't training with a program, obviously, because I was fucking smashing myself silly. I really started to see the difference. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like everyone needs to know this. Everyone needs to have this, you know, like there's, I've obviously gone through it. I want to help as many people not go through it as possible. And yeah, that was really where the passion and the purpose from, for training and for, you know, being a coach in this industry, um, really ignited from, and I started to do my thing. I began working with another company if you guys are long-time followers or listeners or clients or ex-clients or whatever um you have been here for all of you know my personal training journey um so i started working in a good life um at the beginning of 2019 right before the lockdown (laughs) great time to start your business Um, so yeah, things were going really, really smoothly. I was just like, you know, working face to face in the gym, full-time hours. Um, I really hadn't thought past that though. Um, until obviously lockdown happened. So, um, 2020 March, everything obviously got shut down and I was in a position where I was like, okay, things need to shift now. And again, another moment of just really realizing how fucking much this work meant to me. I don't even know what I felt at that time. I was working with another coach uh, in in my business as well. Um, you guys probably know her. It was Amy Louise. Um, and we were working together. And I remember going to her house and sitting down. And we had not even processed the fact that our business could potentially be shut. That our workplace was shut down. That there was you know, very little likelihood or chance that we were going to be able to work through God knows how long we had no time frame, And we literally sat down and we were like, how can we make this as easy for our clients as possible? And like, that was our only thought process. And I literally don't even think to this day that like either of us have processed what that experience was like for us as business owners. And like, you know, the stress, the overwhelm, the frustration, the anger, the resentment, all the things, all the emotions that come with that experience. Cause we were just like tunnel vision on, I need to make sure that all of my clients are okay. They're all potentially losing their jobs. 
They're all potentially going to be up struggle straight. They probably have no fucking idea what's happening. They're losing the gym and I am going to do whatever it takes in my power to make sure that this can be a place where they can come to no matter what happens in the next three, six fucking 24 months that it turned out to be time frame to make sure that this is a place that they feel safe and comfortable. And with that mentality throughout, you know, lockdown 2020, 2021 was where my business really started to expand and really started to blow up. And I think it was about April, May, 2020, where I had just, you know, blown up and onboarded a whole bunch of clients um, that have come through, you know, through referrals, through conversations on Instagram, like whatever it was. And I was like, this is, this is it. Like, you know, this deep level of care that I hold is exactly what is cultivating the business and the life that I want. And I remember at the back, at the back end of 2020, literally looking back on the year and going, this is one of the best years of my life, which is fucked, right? We were in a lockdown. We literally could not leave our house within five kilometers. I barely saw my friends. I barely saw my family. I like, you know, or for everyone as a collective, it was a really, really challenging year. And I literally remember looking back on it going, this was one of the best years of my life. And for me, that was because I really found my feet in my business and my purpose, my passion and what it was that I wanted to do. And I was able to bring that to fruition. And I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Like if I can do this, I'm fucking sorted. Right. And so that was a really beautiful experience for me. Um, in the sense of being able to find exactly what it was that I wanted to do. And so it would have been about this time um, that I really started to take a deep dive into my own personal development and my own healing. Um, I was working with a coach at the time and we ended up working together for three years. Um, So a year prior to this probably was when we first started working together but this is where things really started to get a little bit deeper and for me I really started to see the reflection between how I felt my energy the way that I was showing up and how that was reflected in my external world how that was reflected in my business in my clients and all of the things right like relationships financial freedom, financial success, abundance, love, connection. It was like the more work that I did on myself, the more that was reflected to me externally. And when I say the work that I did on myself, I don't mean like love and light work. Like there was some real fucking traumatic, deep healing that needed to happen. Um, And obviously like, you know, speaking at the start of this episode to some of the times that I had to experience, like some of the really down shitty fucked up moments like this was the stuff that I'm talking about when I say the healing and really getting to the core root of why I felt the way that I did why I showed up the way that I did and again the more that I did that work the more that I was just like oh my fucking god like this is magic like I was literally like this is blowing my fucking mind and a question that I get now obviously because I'm now a mindset coach as well, is when did I start to get into this world? When did I start to get into spirituality? When did I start to 
take the self-discovery route and it was about here where things really started to blow up for me and I really started to have my concept of self fucking shattered if I'm being totally honest um and it was not a good time like it the back end it was you know I said 2020 was one of the best years of my life and it was like the universe just went okay deal with this and my entire concept of self was shattered I had to rebuild how I thought about myself I had to rebuild how I thought about the world how I thought about others my family my relationships my parents my sisters my friends my colleagues the lot right so it was a lot of rebuilding and it was honestly a really fucking challenging time and anyone who is doing this work or has gone through this work knows that it can be right but as I always say the degree of resistance that you have to whatever you're working through is only mirroring to you the power and the abundance is on the other side of that right and that was a really pivotal and a really crucial moment for me where there was so much resistance I'd gone through some awful awful experiences some that were self-inflicted some that were just you know really fucking unfortunate um, experiences that have been thrown on to me but at the end of the day I had to just deal with them right and so I did and it was like no matter what was thrown at me I was going to move through it and it's just a deeper level of radical responsibility that I had to hold for myself to get through the other side of that and it was like you know in that moment I was like no matter what is happening to me in my world, no matter how shit I think everything is, no matter how much I want to blame everyone, no matter how much I want to be a victim right now, in order for me to get to the other side of this and to experience all the things that I want in my life, I've got to take ownership for all of this stuff in some capacity. And I did. So that would have been, you know, towards the end of 2020. 2021, again, in and out of lockdowns, doing all the whole fucking dance of going back into the gym, back online, back into the gym, back online. I was still doing my thing, you know, working um, as a subcontractor, um, running, you know, multiple uh, coaching containers and one-on-one coaching, masterclasses, all of the things. And I couldn't help but take a deeper dive into the self-development world. And it was about this time that I did my life coaching certificate. And it was something that I was just like, you know, I felt like I really wanted to do it for my own personal benefit, as well as to be able to have a better understanding of my clients in my check-ins, to be able to coach, to be a better coach. Again, this is another pivotal moment where I heard something and I was like, I need to go and do that. And I didn't fucking question it. So there's a bit of a theme here. If you can see it, not questioning, having that level of self-trust where you're like, I don't know why this doesn't make any sense, but for whatever reason it is right now, I need to go and do this thing. And like the fact that I can't even fucking justify why does not mean a single thing. I'm going to go and do it. And so I actually remember like I was, I had pennies in my bank account at this point. Um, and my mum funded the course for me. She was like, here's the money. She gave it to me in cash. She's like, go and do this. And I did. So I went and did the course and I literally did sweet fuck all with it for like a year, year and a half, um, until very, very recently, which I will get to. Um, if you guys are following, you know exactly where I'm going with that. Um, so yeah, I did the course and I was just like, there's something here. Like there's, there's more to 
personal development. There's more to self-improvement. There's more to, you know, being the best version of yourself than going to the gym, than tracking your macros, right? And like, I'm still a personal trainer. I'm still a coach. I still train clients through fitness, physique, strength goals, performance goals, you know, improving relationship with food, all of the things. And I fucking love that world and I always will. But there was a point where I was just like, I know that there is more than just this. So that was listening to that message and going through and doing the life coaching certificate. And so, you know, fast forward um, until about very, very recently. So, you know, we're, we're sitting at about 2022 and that really started to come back to me. And I just knew in my heart of hearts that all of the work that I had done, the embodiment, the integration, the up levels that I had been able to have in my own personal life, it was like, it would be a disservice for me to just hold on to that for myself. I need to go and share this. I need to go and spread the word. I need to go and, you know, make sure that other people have access to what I have had access to because I've seen the impact that it has had on my results, um, the impact that it's had on my life. Um, and like a perfect example of this, something I haven't touched on yet is my relationship with Alex. So backstory, I'd never had a boyfriend. I'd been fucking perpetually single. I was just completely disinterested. Like, yes, on and off, like I would be in the dating world, but it was never something that I was, you know, uh, completely immersed in or ever had any fucking like solid relationship in. And within four days, of a really solid breakthrough, personal breakthrough. Within four days, I had met Alex and it was it was literally on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> like we have our anniversary on the day we met because from that moment, we we're like, this is everything. Like this is it. This is fucking end game vibe. And it was, if you don't know, we're engaged now. We've been together for a year. Um, we're in business together. We're looking at, you know, how we're going to create a life together. And for me, it was really realizing like the impact that the work had had on cultivating a relationship like that, the impact that that work had had on building the business that I have, the impact that that had had on, you know, rewiring and rebuilding a relationship with my parents and really being able to look back and go fucking hell, like I've created a life that I'd never thought was possible. And it's as a result of all of the work that I've done on myself. And so this really, really just had to be something that I was going to do. And was I petrified? Was I terrified? Absolutely. Like I just never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be in a position where this is where I was going with my business. Again, a moment of it doesn't have to make sense. Just fucking go for it. And so I did. So I left in the subcontracting role that I was in and I launched more than strength. And obviously the name says it all for me. The name really is the fact that everything that we want, yes, strength training is amazing. Yes, fitness is amazing. Yes, looking after our health is pivotal to number one, being congruent with who we want to be and number two, taking care of ourselves. But there's so much more to that than what you eat and how you train. And more than strength is a platform for me to be able to to deliver that and to be able to explore all of those things where we're able to do those things and where we're able to take more than a surface level approach 
to the way that we are navigating our lives. And a lot of what kickstarted more than strength for me was spirituality. And it's something that I have only very, very recently started to speak to. Um, You guys will notice, you know, in this episode, I'm talking a lot about, you know, following your intuition and listening to that voice or doing things when they don't make sense. And I mean, that's the sign for me that it was always there, but I wasn't always necessarily listening. And a lot of people ask me, you know, how can I start to follow my intuition? How can I start to connect to myself and listen to the messages that I'm receiving? And my biggest bit of advice is always to slow down. Because if there's one thing that I regret not doing sooner, it's getting off that fucking hamster wheel of, you know, a rat race and running myself ragged into burnout and actually taking that opportunity to slow down and listen to what I actually truly fucking needed. And, you know, if we're going real woo-woo and spiritual now, like I'm a firm believer that we are always receiving guidance. We're always receiving messages. It's just whether or not we're open to being able to receive those. And for a lot of people, if we are running on autopilot, if we haven't started to connect to ourselves and slow down, we're not going to be able to hear those messages. We're not going to be able to connect. We're not going to be able to have the guidance that we're so desperately seeking and wanting because we're like, I'm fucking miserable in my life. I don't know what's next. I don't know what my path is. How am I going to work through this issue? How am I going to solve this problem? Right? And all of the answers are available to us. We just need to slow down enough to tune in and to be able to hear them. And That was where, you know, things started to shift for me, where I really started to actually recognize that, hey, this was a thing. Hey, I actually already know what I need to do. I just need to connect to myself to be able to make those decisions and trust myself enough to do them and to do that consciously, because you would have noticed I was doing it unconsciously for a little while there. I had no fucking idea what it was that I was doing, but I was still doing it. And now it's a matter of like actually being able to do that consciously and go, okay, What is it that I want to do? And it has been a a fucking game changer in my business. I cannot even tell you the difference in my business. And if you are in business right now, running from a more feminine place, getting off the rat race, getting off the hamster wheel, getting off the masculine place of doing more, showing up all the time, everything being hard work and structured and regimented and just really fucking allowing myself to do what I feel needs to be done in the moment and trust that the rest will come. And that's not like, you know, giving myself leeway to be lazy or to, you know, just throw my hands up in the air and wait wait for everything to come to me. That's not what I'm saying at all. Of course, we need to take aligned action and we need to be congruent in our behaviors and in the way that we show up. But for me, allowing my intuitive nature to come through, perfect example is this podcast. I had no intentions of doing this today, but I was like, I need to speak. I need to let my voice out. And, you know, we're going to do that today. And my day literally felt a little bit bleak before that. And when I realized what I needed to do today was record this podcast, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm so excited and I'm so, you know, like pumped up to do this. And it's just a really beautiful, perfect example of what it actually looks like to tune in and go, hey, I feel really fucking tense. What do I need? Do I need to do that right now? Can I shift my day around? And, you know, even if you're not in business, like if you are working in your nine to five and, you know, you're whatever it is, whatever your lifestyle looks like, you have the capacity to slow down 
and not be so constricted and confined to what you think needs to happen or how you think things need to look because they don't. And I can guarantee you, your life is going to feel a whole lot more playful, a whole lot more fun, joyful, all of the beautiful things when you tune in and when you're able to listen and connect to the guidance that's actually always available to you. So for me, that was a huge turning point. Like that really was what kickstarted me being like, I need to go and do my thing and I need to go and do it my own way. And it'll be a, you know, forever evolving journey and there'll be forever lessons that I learn and, you know, cultivating and strengthening that connection to myself. But like fucking day and night in terms of the way that my life looks now, the freedom that I have, the space that I have, the capacity to hold more, um, the levels of energy that I have, my training is better, my relationships are better, like all of the things. And I truly bring it down to that level of self-connection and being able to tune into what it is that I truly want. Outside of that, when it comes to the spiritual side of things, I have been asked a lot of questions. Um, Something that I do offer is guidance readings, um, intuitive coaching calls. And, you know, there is quite a few things that are, you know, maybe a little bit um, outside of the norm of what you expect um, a fitness coach to offer (laughs) and not your regular, what is my um, Instagram handle more than a strength coach. Right. And like, that's exactly it. Like there's a whole bunch of things there that I offer um, as a byproduct of this connection to spirit. And it's really beautiful and I love it. Um, I'm actually not going to go into the depths of how that all played out and happened because Alex was a very pivotal role in that and we will record a podcast together and I'll make sure that, you know, we can give you guys all of the insight into that experience because it was a fucking roller coaster, but it was also really, really incredible and amazing and has led me to where I am right now. Um, so yeah, that's led us to where we are right now. So as it stands, who knows, this could change at some point. I am a one-on-one online coach. So I work with strength and physique clients, um, you know, working towards all of the fitness-based goals, whether it's performance-based, uh, strength, physique, fat loss, powerlifting, photo shoots, like whatever it is, I'm still very much and heavily involved in that world. And I always will be. I fucking love it. I love it for myself. I love it for my clients. And I think that it's a really pivotal um, component of self-discovery, self-improvement, self-development, and all of the things. I've also just launched one-on-one mindset coaching, and I do run um, some group containers that are predominantly around the mindset work. And that is obviously off the back of my experience and the embodiment and integration that I hold and wanting again to be able to spread the word and, you know, give you guys the capacity and the ability to up level your own life with the tools that, you know, I have and all of the things that I've learned, the teachings that I hold and being able to really get that across in a really potent transmission. Um, outside of that, there is literally so many other things on the cards that I am not going to speak to. Um, but let's just say that it involves a whole bunch of community and really bringing together a group of like-minded, you know, humans who are all invested in coming home to themselves, holding themselves to a higher standard and creating a life that is like, Oh my fucking God, how do I have this right now? Because 
you know, when I reflect and I look back on my journey, all I can think of is how the fuck do I have this? And it's a no brainer realistically because of the work that I've done, but it really is a, how the fuck do I have this kind of moment? Because it's just so beautiful. (laughs) And I, and I say that I feel lucky and I know that it's not luck, but I really do. I feel super lucky to have the life that I have. And I know that doing these things and having these things and creating those moments and experiences and the lifestyle is available to every single one of you. We've just got to be willing. We've just got to have the courage to go down that path and look at the parts of ourselves that we really don't want to when it feels scary and when it feels hard and being able to create safety in that is, you know, my number one mission. So there we have it. I hope that you guys were able to take away some lessons, some experiences. I hope that, you know, you were able to connect and maybe see a little bit of yourself in previous me, in current me, and know that there's more available for you, no matter who you are, where you are, what your goals are. Like there is more available for you. Whatever you want is literally right there waiting for you. Um, And you've got ample opportunity to do whatever it takes to get there. And yeah, if you're listening to this and you found it helpful, please, please, please let me know. I would love to know if my experiences have landed with you. Um, If you've been able to take something away, maybe implement something, please share it. Um, Take a screenshot, share it on your stories. I would love to hear from you and create a little community over here who are invested in all of the personal improvement, self-development and discovery things. That's it from me. I'm going to love you and leave you. Um, the rest of these episodes, the rest, I say like there's a time limit on them. The following episodes are going to be a mix of me on here speaking to whatever it might be. Um, might be Alex on here. We'll have some guests on as well. It's really going to be quite, um, free flowing. It's not going to be structured or regimented at all. Um, this is, you know, like a hobby piece. It's to be able to connect with you guys and be able to spread the word that little bit further. So yeah, don't expect anything all too formal or structured or anything like that. We're on here to have fun. We're on here to connect with you um, and create a beautiful little community. Um, So yeah, I'm going to love you and leave you. And I cannot wait to speak to you guys next time.